Go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Left Unread. Uh, it's the show where uh, Evan, Evan, my co-host, yep. and I, where we Hello. talk to you and you listen. And we like it that way. One of a kind show in that regard. It's it's yep. We I think we've really tapped into something kind of new, and uh, yeah. we're we're doing something that just, as far as I can tell, hasn't been done before. Uh, and yep. I'll tell you what, folks, it's been it's been an interesting week. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yep, and shit has gone down, <laughs> dude. And we're gonna talk <laughs> about it. Um, yeah. So, what's up with you, man? How are you? Well, uh, I was just uh, regaling Cameron uh, um, with a story about how my uh, uh, my razor died. Like, not even halfway into me shaving my head, so I sent him a nice picture. Yeah. If you would like to look look at what, what my razor looked like yesterday when I called a buddy of mine in a panic to shave my head. Yeah, it's about half. It's about... It's about... <laughs> looks to be... Maybe maybe one-third maybe, done. Yeah. Yeah, I Because you, you can't see the, the back. back. The back was all jacked up. You had just up. done the yeah. side and, the, and part of the top. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think you should have left it. Uh, that's actually what he said. He said I should have dyed the buzzed part lime green or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that would have been very punk of you. Yeah. Um, also, for the first time in a long time, I've shaved the soul patch, so it's just mustache now. I think that's the right move. Yeah. Yeah. In I this mean, picture, like it really patch. accentuates. You have very triangular eyebrows, especially when you raise them. Yeah, I know. Uh, my my sister, one of my sisters, used to always make fun of me when I was a kid and say I had Jack Nicholson eyebrows. Huh? Does he have? <laughs> yeah, like does that he was have the insult. Like that? Yeah, he's got like pointy eyebrows too. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Well, all the photos are and like I mean Jack Nicholson's like really good actor. So I mean I don't really see how that's that much of an insult, you know? Yeah, but being a good actor and having nice eyebrows are two different things, you know very expressive eyebrows but you know? you know what they're kind of they're kind of similar i can totally see it oh. yeah i can totally see it um yep. well anyhow uh mm-hmm. i'm glad that you were able to to get that sorted because rectify the situation yeah i think that walking around with a half shaved head nobody likes that sets the wrong sets the wrong example yeah yeah it does it does so um so anyway i'm glad that you got that <laughs> sorted um yeah, what? you know what sets the right example? What's that? Chopping off your father's head and yeah. <laughs> uploading a video to YouTube yeah. uh, saying some really insane shit. That sets the right example. Well, I think that's a perfect <laughs> prelude to the first thing I want to talk about today. So without further ado, I guess let's uh, let's start the let's show. Let's do the thing.
Um, yeah, so as Evan mentioned, uh, a, a bad way to do the right thing is yeah. to is to murder anyone. Uh, yeah, and we're and, an anti-murder podcast. Yeah, we're not super into murder. Um, and unless and, you're a capitalist dog, then then we're into it. Not me. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think everybody talks a big game about that, but, you know, everybody's been privileged enough not to have to live through that kind of unspeakable violence. So I, I, I don't know. I think that's kind of a silly stance to take, but that's just me. Um, I don't. Yeah, no, I understand. But, like, have you ever been in a fight? <laughs> yeah, I've been in a fight. Yeah. Yep. And you liked it? Didn't, didn't really like it, but that's not really the point. Yeah. Sometimes you I know. guess you got. I mean, do you think that like do you think that George Bush shouldn't be like condemned for his crimes? No, I didn't say that. Like put to death. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing <laughs> the morality of it. I'm just saying sometimes I I get disillusioned with like how willing uh, like online mm-hmm. American leftists are to talk about things that they haven't lived through. I just think that it's a uh, people throw things around like that in, in, kind of lightly and. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I can't understand the argument for it. I'm just saying no. I don't. I don't want to have that happen. I think that that's a, a fucking fucked up prospect. Yeah, sure, it is a fucked up prospect, but it's also part of the course of history. A hundred percent. Yeah, and anybody living through those times in history would probably give it two thumbs down. Depends. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think so. I mean, no. You think uh, you think some people? I guess some people probably like that stuff. Yeah, I, or else, or just consider it necessary. You know who would have I mean, given Bolsheviks it? The Bolsheviks considered it necessary to execute the uh, uh, the Romanov family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, do you think that uh, <laughs> that they, they gave that two thumbs down? The Bolsheviks? No, they considered it a just way to tear down. Uh, you know, to tear down oppressive systems. You know, it's not really sure. about whether or not it's fun or not. It's about whether or not it uh, uh, moves forward, um, you know, the ties of history towards, you know, justice or a more just society. Mm. Well, anyway, I just don't think it should be taken lightly. That's all. That's my only point. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So speaking of violence being taken lightly, uh, fun story in the news. That I just lost because I looked up fucking Jack Nicholson <laughs> to look at his eyebrows. Um, okay, so, and I'm sure by now uh, most of our listeners, definitely by the time this episode drops, but I'm sure people have, have heard of this story at least in some capacity because it's um, pretty heinous and it's it's kind of big news. Uh, but a 32-year-old man in Pennsylvania uh, was arrested yesterday. We're recording on mm-hmm. Thursday, so it was record- arrested on Wednesday, the 31st of January, um, after having posted a 14-minute sort of manifesto call-to-arms video to you- to YouTube. Uh, yeah. You know, this isn't some, like, whatever black web fucking uh, uh, leak here. Um, posted a 14-minute Yeah, no, video. it was on YouTube for like six hours. Yeah, yeah, and like 5,000 people, something saw it before obviously YouTube caught on and took it down. Um, where a young man, uh, and graphic content warning here for those of you who don't, I don't know, want to hear that. Um, so the video starts with this young man, uh, and actually I guess I'm just going to play a section of the video here, uh, the audio. Um mm-hmm which includes description briefly of gore, but 
you know, we're obviously not going to show it. We're an audio podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And this will give you an idea of what we're talking about. This is the head of Mike Moan, a federal employee of over 20 years, and my father. He is now in hell for eternity as a traitor to his country. It is said that those who commit treason and betray others occupy the lowest pits of hell for all time. The federal government of America has declared war on America's citizens and the American states. America is rotting from the inside out as far left woke mobs rampage our once prosperous cities, turning them into lawless zones. Taxpayer dollars are printed and used for anything but the taxpayers with little to no accountability, which has inflated the economy to near destruction and has made it so most Americans can no longer afford the American dream. Meanwhile, a fifth column army of illegal immigrants infiltrates our border, and if the traitorous Biden regime is successful in sending America's military overseas to fight for Ukraine and die in a Russian winter, just like every other military who has ever fought Russia in the winter, then America will be less protected when the fifth column of illegal immigrants strikes Americans on our own soil. So anyway, it goes on for that, yeah. like that, for another 13 for 13 bunch of minutes. stupid right-wing grievance yeah shit. yeah uh, um <clears throat> just usually people don't you know commit patricide so <laughs> you could probably grievances. you could probably hear at the start what what makes this video different from a lot of other uh similar diatribes that have been posted over the last several years to the internet is that at the very beginning that crinkling sound that you heard uh was this young man justin moan uh wearing plastic gloves uh holding up his his father's severed head uh in uh, wrapped in what appeared to be sort of plastic wrap so um he killed his father decapitated him with a machete and then proceeded to use that in his mind as the sort of sparking point for a planned national revolution um, yeah, his, uh, his father being a member of the federal government. Yeah, his father was a was government a, a government employee, and I don't think that they've disclosed no. yet exactly what his father did. But uh, his father had worked for fifteen years uh, in some capacity as an employee of the federal government, and Justin, throughout the video, goes on to express a desire to have this act of violence sort of be a, a, a sparking point for uh, similar acts by like-minded individuals across the country to take up arms against uh, federal employees. And he specifically cites, you know, folks working for the IRS, uh, FBI agents. Um, But I I, I would wonder if this also includes, like, you know, folks working at at airports, things like that. I don't know. I would assume so. Um, But, yeah, he, he basically goes on to express that he is declaring himself the interim president of the United States uh, pending a state of, of martial law being declared and uh, goes on to attempt to rally uh, various independent state militias to his cause uh, to to become his personal army uh, as a wave of violence destroys the federal government of the United States. Now, this is sort of prescient based on like what we were just talking about because here's a guy who would definitely give that type of violence two thumbs up uh he's Mm -hmm. super super down to clown and really excited to uh not only talk the talk but walk the walk because he killed a federal employee and it was his own dad um Mm -hmm. 
I just think it's 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 interesting. I mean, it's obviously horrifying, and I'm well, not. Uh, you know, I've talked before on the podcast about not being the biggest fan of explicit violence. Um, this isn't that crazy. I mean, I'm not going to tell you to go out and seek it out and watch it, but uh, it, you know, there's maybe five seconds of dad head on the screen. Um, yeah, don't look up dad. Yeah, you head. don't see You'll... the actual. You don't, you don't see the actual beheading. No, no, not at all. Um, no. There's there's no violence in the video but there is a severed head wrapped in plastic um which is in and of itself pretty disgusting um and again don't like look up dad head because you'll find something different but i think that uh this is this is it's just interesting i think that we're probably gonna see more and more kind of weird stuff crop up as you know this election season progresses and people have been concerned about I think people have been concerned about like more mass type violence, um, but I think that the crazies are really going to be coming out of the woodwork um, as as this election cycle progresses. So it's it's interesting to see that sort of coalesce, um, and it's really sad. I mean, this kid's clearly having some sort of a psychotic episode, and um, uh, yeah, I, w- I would say I would say so. <laughs> yeah, he's he's clearly not you know not well. Um, <clears throat> yeah, once you go around cutting off, you know, anybody's heads, but I think especially your uh, immediate family members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's safe to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're doing it for the reasons Evan likes, but uh, otherwise Well, you're yeah, if you're, if you're, well, you know, I mean, I, I would still consider it crazy to kill your own parent regardless, but. Yeah. Um, but so I think that, I think that it's just, you know, a, a, an interesting example of that kind of violence. So he has been apprehended. He'd made it, you know, a hundred miles across the state of Pennsylvania and was caught in a, a distant county of that state. And believe it or not, no militias, uh, heeded the call. Uh, he, he mm-hmm. was not the president of the United States. And, uh, as far as I can tell, no other federal employees have been harmed. But uh, he is definitely a big fan of a certain uh, presidential candidate. Um, also uh, kind of spouting some QAnon-adjacent stuff. And uh, in the past, I guess his online footprint corroborates that. So that movement is still simmering under the surface. And uh, it appears that there are still dedicated kooks who are, uh, who are thinking that the, the where we go one, we go all vibe is the right vibe for our beautiful yeah nation. and i mean i would i would say too I, i'm not really necessarily uh, uh agree with you that i think it's uh election related um i mean obviously this particular one is like that but i think no well this specifically is yeah yeah but what i'm saying is i think that like we've just seen a, a very gradual decline of uh basically everybody in this country's mental health i mean obviously over the last you know 40, 50, 60 some odd years, but I think especially rampant, you know, ever since 2020. And I think this is just kind of like an ongoing thing that there are actually no structures in our country that are doing really anything to address. So I think uh, you will sure see a ramp up uh, in it towards the election. And then I think that the election being over won't necessarily stop it whatsoever. I think this is sort of just a, a runaway train going right now. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't necessarily – I mean, I wasn't making the case that I think that this specific election, you know, is going to be like the, the, the end point for this sort of thing. I just think that, you know, people with certain ideologies coalesce around that 
election cycle. And I think as it gets closer, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see sort of like a surge in that trending behavior. Does that make sense? Yeah, but like I said, I, I, I wouldn't expect the surge to I, – I expect if you look at it over – you know, uh, a long span of time. I don't necessarily think that like it's like, oh yeah, it's this election. Oh, yeah, it's just because of Donald Trump. You know, I think that these that's are also like, not, very much. That's not what I'm saying, though. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I just think that we have like really de- a lot of like decaying structures and material conditions that are uh, more and more. You know, people are getting more and more insane just from a lot of the things. You know, you know, social media and algorithmic uh, uh, and the algorithms within social media that I think very much uh, uh, promote, you know, people getting uh, caught up into these feedback loops of information, just things like that. And I don't necessarily think that these things are going to end with, you know, the presidential election. I, I don't think so either. But you don't you don't think that there will be a spike around the presidential election? Well, I said I, said I expect the spike to continue even after it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, I yeah. It's just I mean... a gradual gradual degradation of basically everybody's mental health in this country. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fucked few years. For sure. Um, a few decades. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's a fucking crazy story. And uh, I, I want to say that it's developing. I mean, I'm sure we'll get more details on it. But I think yeah. for the most part, uh, none of the uh, calls to arms were, were heard. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think this, this at least this specific violence will remain isolated. Yeah. Um I mean, it sucks. His, I think it's his stepmom. They keep referring to his father's wife, not his mother. So I, I think it must be his stepmother yeah, uh, who came so. home and discovered her husband beheaded in the bathroom. And Jesus Christ. This son, uh, Justin Moan, was was living with them. Um, and just, you know, again, clearly not doing well. So it's like mm-hmm. Evan said, there just isn't infrastructure in place for people who need help. And a lot of the time... Um, even if people have the means to get that help, folks mm-hmm. around them don't necessarily realize that things have gotten this bad. I think if I think if for for a second, this kid's dad thought that he was in danger of having his head cut off, there'd yeah. probably be you know, the kid would have probably been at least arrested, <clears throat> which is not ideal yeah. in that situation, but um, something would have happened. So yeah. Sometimes. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it's you know, you also have to consider mental health as a part of uh, health in general. You know what I mean? There's no like when I said like that there's no structures in this country for these kinds of things. It's like most people in this country can't afford a fucking doctor's visit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100 percent. It's so so if somebody's like already having like mental health issues, like most of the time, like a doctor's visit, they're just going to have to pay like hundreds of dollars to get told that they need, that they need to exercise. You no, know, they can't afford, you know, a psychiatrist or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's just like, and obviously this guy, as a, his dad, a federal employee, probably has decent health insurance, but this dude's probably older than 26, so I doubt, oh, right, he looked older than 26. He's 32. All right, yeah, so he's not on this, we can't have his father's health insurance. We have no, no idea what kind of job this guy had, you know? Yeah, none of us can have his father's health insurance, not anymore. <laughs> um, I don't think health yeah, anyway. insurance even covers getting beheaded. Well... Wait, what? I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I wonder how good his plan was, but I don't think it would. I don't think it would have helped him. Well, yeah, I meant the son. I know, I know, I know. I'm okay. just, I'm just spitballing. I'm just saying. Okay. I wonder. I wonder. 
Wonder I think if... the plan ends once the head is removed from the body. Yeah, but if there's a chance of saving you, here's here's a question. <laughs> if you get beheaded, okay. if you get beheaded, yep. and you're, I mean, you're at the hospital, they've got everything prepped and ready. Yeah. Is there any chance, or do you think it's just it's too late? The head's off. Like like a maybe like a Mars attacks kind of thing. Yeah, where you right. can sew the head onto a chihuahua. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there? Oh. I'm sure. I'm sure people have dreamed of this experiment. Freaky people, yeah. people with hunchbacks yeah. and scars and pallid complexions. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Do you remember yeah. uh, the <laughs> supposed Soviet experiment? And I and I I think this is real, but I also this could be. I'm sure is mired in you know propaganda and whatever, like U.S. propaganda, whatever. Oh. But um, where they like successfully kept a dog's head alive for like or like alive for a short period of time after being severed and it was like responding yeah, to stimulus I mean, and stuff like they could get it I've to like that, wrinkle yeah. its nose and twitch yeah um anyway i wonder i wonder if it's been yeah. done So we were uh, speaking of insane people too, and uh, you know de- the degrading conditions of this country, um, folks. Let's give it up for um, once again the 2020s, much like the 1920s, where people are being poisoned by lead, and children are working. That's right, folks. Uh, we've got child labor laws in the country. Uh, which state was it? I probably should have just checked this up, but I honestly forgot about it until now. Um, obviously, uh, some state in the South, but they've just uh, approved uh, children as young as fourteen. Was it Mississippi? Being able to, uh, I can't remember, mm. but it was children. Uh, yeah, if you want to look it up real quick, children as young as fourteen being allowed to work up to twenty-eight hours a week during school weeks. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you know what? In lieu of a pay raise to adult employees, we'll just uh, lower. 
the the um the restrictions on child labor. And then of course, we've got the wonderful Stanley Cup, the Stanley Company, just fucking poison <laughs> poisoning people with lead left and right. We've got people waiting in line outside of Target at 4 a.m. in order to get lead poisoning. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're right back around all of those, all of the protections that uh, were developed in the mid-century just being cut away. And, uh, yep, got child labor back. We've got lead poisoning back. Folks, the 20s are roaring once again. I'm so you've a, got, you got a weird look on your face. No, no, no. I'm just, it's a perplex, perplexed look. I'm just not finding yeah. a new, I mean, there was stuff last year, like Iowa, um, mm. like last spring and summer. There were a lot of child labor like restrictions loosened in red states, Um, but I'm not seeing news about a new. All right, so we we have done live fact checking on (laughs) uh, left on red, and yeah, it was uh, so it was in Indiana, and I guess it was a state senator proposing that so uh, that children as young as 14 should be able to work 28 hours a week. So yes, less. Less likely to succeed, but who knows? Uh, who knows? I mean, I'm not entirely positive. I mean, those I states, man, those I states are fucked. Uh, Idaho. Oh yeah, Indiana, here it is. Iowa, uh, so here's another one. Uh, the Florida House just passed a bill that lets bosses schedule 16 year olds more than 30 hours a week. Nice. And dude. six straight days during the school year. So immediately. So that's 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's very cool. Child labor laws back, folks, and so is. Uh, so so is lead poisoning. It's coming back in yeah. a big fucking way here. Stanley Cups, right? Is that the yeah? That's the big thing. Yeah, they, they so so that's in popularity like out of nowhere. They they did, and then I, this was like a TikTok trend that I guess went viral last week talking about uh, Stanley Cups having lead in them. And uh, last Friday in the morning, Stanley Cup issued a statement, and they folks they proved the viral TikTokers right. Justice for viral TikTokers. They said while it is true that there is uh, that there's lead uh, that lead is used in the manufacturing process, it will not become an issue unless the cups are damaged. Mm-hmm. And then literally later in the day, they were just like, uh, "Our engineers are working tirelessly in order to find an alternative in the manufacturing process to lead." Yeah, yeah, good. Because so like, uh, uh, that's like bad. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, I'm sorry, lead, lead like, makes the, like crazy. Yeah, and like the appeal for like cups like that is like how durable they are. People drop them shits all the fucking time. Yeah, they're like you know the, no- I mean? like, they're like I, the Nokia I have... phones of cups. Yeah, yeah, I have like a gigantic uh, RTIC like uh, thirty uh, fluid ounce or something like that, um, like mug that I use all the time. I love that thing, and I'm pretty sure RTIC doesn't use lead. <laughs> but um. But yeah, anyway, so there's that. And uh, there was another thing that I wanted to uh, talk about. A little birdie tweet, tweet, tweet in my ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drop some nuggets for me. Uh, I got a lot of feedback from the uh, the Panuma episode. People really love that one. Yeah. And uh, so this is... Uh, I went and got a Panuma. From... Yeah, Cam- Cameron's got a rocking cock now, you know? <laughs> it's huge, dude. Um, around. Yeah. It's big yeah, around. Only flaccid. Yeah, it's so, fat flaccid. So uh, this is a little birdie, a longtime listener, um, somebody I, 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 uh, that's been listening for a long uh, since the uh, the first few episodes. Um, let me know that uh, uh, he he had a buddy who was locked up in like a, a nearby. I'm not sure if it was prison or jail. I think it was jail, depending because of where it was. And he said that uh, 
it's a practice in jail that like guys will get like a domino or a piece of porcelain and like do like self insertion to like rip their own dick. <laughs> rip that, how, like, like like rib a rib like, their own to dick. like create like ribs under the skin, you know, like a, like a condom rib for her pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, to do this. And uh, he said that apparently it's supposed to be like, uh, it's like a status symbol <laughs> in the jail. But that like also, you know, when you get out or whatever, it's supposed to uh, make sex better uh, for your partner. Yeah, when you um, get yeah, out. So, yeah, when you get out. Because nobody's fucking yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, not for, it's not for man ass. It's not, it's not for the boys. Yeah. No, 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 there. no, But no. yeah, so he said... Um, he said that what he was told is that they'll steal a domino or like break a piece of sink or toilet uh, and carve and file it down into a shark, a shape, say a heart or a spade or whatever. Then they'll cut their dick, as he says, not once, not just once, but twice and slide it in because one cut, it'll fall out or make an air bubble. And then you have to let it heal and you just have like a studded ribbed dick. Um, and he said, uh, this is just like idiots in like a jail that's like near us. So not like some supermax prison or something like that. Um, and then, uh, oh, he said that they call them cock rocks. Huh. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I know that that's yeah. the thing that people do not yeah. in prison. Um, you can get studs implanted under your, anywhere yeah. in your body. Um, yeah. And, uh, but anyway, so he did send me, uh, he did send me some proof that these, these weren't just, um, that this just is, isn't like some story. He sent me a, uh a PubMed article on it, a subcutaneous penile insertion of domino fragments by incarcerated males in Southwest United States prisons, a report yeah. of three cases. I see it. So that's from 20, yeah, so, 2012, 2013. Yeah. So this is like an actual thing that happens that I didn't know anything about <laughs> um, uh, when I did the episode, but yeah, so, so um, you can get a, a sort of homemade penumo. If you just go to any uh, jail or prison uh, around the country. Hell yeah. And they might look yeah. like this. Well, I can't see because you have the background. Oh. Well. <laughs> I guess yeah. I'll just and then, text uh, you. Yeah, you should text me the, the penis. Yep. Um, yes. Okay. So let's take a look at. Uh, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Oh, God, what the fuck, dude? That looks so fucked up, dude. No. No, that's even worse than the Panuma. Um, okay, anyway, so um, also I wanted to talk... Uh, 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 I also wanted to bring up another Panuma-related uh, thing. So uh, I believe I've talked on this podcast before about Brian Johnson, um, uh, who is the billionaire... Uh, who injects his uh, teenage son's blood into him in order to, like, try to, like... uh, He's, like, desperate to find, like, the the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, we're not talking about cool Brian Johnson from ACDC. We're talking about... And we're not talking about Brian Johnson, the real name of the Liver King. Uh, This is a different insane internet personality. Brian Johnson, Mm -hmm. B-R-Y-A-N. He's a billionaire, and, and, uh, yeah, so he injects his own teenage son's blood into his veins in order to try Dude, to that's achieve. so fucking cool yeah he also he I might also, have a son just to take his blood dude yeah just a vampire his ass yeah. um he also uh famously uh takes estrogen and he says that they're at 
sub-feminizing levels. But if you look at pictures of him uh, when he was like in his 30s and pictures of him now at 50, I am going to say that is definitely a feminizing level uh, because he's definitely developed feminine features. A hundred percent. Like, yeah. Like, he's also started to dress more, which is fine. Here's the thing. Yeah. If this guy uh, wants yeah, to transition, like, good for him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, he made a very viral tweet this week. Um, and it is thus. I injected Botox into my penis. It increases penis length by one centimeter. Pause. I'm sorry, dude, but, like, you have just given the game away a bit about what you're packing. If you're, like, if injecting you're scrounging for a into... centimeter. <laughs> scrounging for centimeters, dude. Yeah, Not dude. even centimeters. A single centimeter. Yeah. Like, dude, like, damn, dude, you are fucking... Yeah, you're rocking a, that tiny Johnson, huh? Um, I mean, maybe yeah, not, so, dude. Maybe he just... Yeah, maybe he's just obsessed with the centimeters, yeah. you know? Yeah. Everyone counts, you know? Right, maybe um, he's so, got a fucking hog, and he's just like, God, yeah. more. I just need more. 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 Yeah, Um. So, uh, uh, so he says, I injected Botox into my penis. It increases penis length by one centimeter. It also improves erection hardness, peak systolic velocity, and diastolic velocity, sexual health satisfa- uh, satisfaction therapy was built on the double blind randomized placebo controlled perspective comparative study conducting involving uh, conducted involving 70 patients with ed refractory to pde5 eyes i a bunch of shit i don't understand mm-hmm. um but here's the process a tourniquet was applied at the base of the penis nice dude. the treatment dose um was well, distributed along yeah, distributed along four points, right and left distal and proximal shaft, using a 23G insulin syringe. Uh, the solution was injected into four different injection sites, one inch proximal to corona and one inch distal to pubopenile junction at right and left cavernosa, respectively. Cool. I know where all of these things are. Um, following injection, a fine massage. <laughs> yeah was applied to the injection sites for five minutes, and the band was removed after 20 minutes. So you'd think he was maybe jelking after, or perhaps just straight up jaying off. Yeah, Um, I wonder if he did it himself or if he got someone else to do it. I mean, he's rich. Yeah. And so here here it says, stretched penile length, centimeters, median. Baseline, 12. Two weeks, 12.3. Three months, 12.5. Six months, 13. So he went from 12 centimeters to 13 centimeters. And despite the fact I use a metric system every day, I don't know the conversion. It's it's not a lot, dude. It's 4, yeah. 4. 4.7 oh. inches. Damn. So, like, <laughs> so like uh, maybe 5, right? Yeah, dude. Like, RIP to the big dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah so I mean, that's tough. That is, that is, that is be- below average. Yeah. It's not a micro penis. Stretched penile. Oh, that's stretched, so I guess that's flaccid. flaccid. Oh, well, then that's... Wow. Oh. No, that sounds about... No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how it no. works, and I'm not going to take mine out to check right now. <laughs> I'm yeah, not... Cameron, pull your penis out. Let's do, let's do a little experiment for the listeners. All right. Oh, yeah. Now, what... <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's probably yeah. Oh yeah, you sent me a, yeah the picture of him. Yeah. No, that's probably that's probably legit. I guess. 
stretched <laughs> flaccid. I could, it's probably about five, five and a half inches. Well, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how that correlates. I mean, yeah. I didn't yank it as hard as I could, and I'm also not standing. So, oh yeah, I can open yeah. my camera again. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up? This hand just touched my cock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nice. On air, guys. I don't know. Cool hmm. dick, dude. Hey, dude. All right. Do you think um, you really did it? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, another thing I want to talk about is, I guess, this like fucking cool-ass thing going on in Texas. Um, yeah. The, the standoff at Eagle Pass. Which, <laughs> which was which inspired our, our boy to cut his dad's yeah, head our, off and all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is just like, I mean... So, I mean, again, this is like, you know, a bunch of, you know, migrants coming to the border. I mean, it's like, I feel like Dr. Manhattan, you know what I mean? It is 2012, an election season. People are talking about migrants at the border. Mm-hmm. It's just 2016, an electric, se- in le- electric, an election season. We're talking about migrants at the border. It is 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we just, it's just, we keep, it's or just on the cycle. And the um, timing is always perfect. Yeah, and obviously, and we've talked about this before in past episodes, but the reason that you know uh, countries in in um, in uh, uh, in Central America um, are you know difficult to live in for the people there are because of the policies of this country that we live in here. You know what I mean? Yeah, largely, uh, I would say know, that's accurate. Yeah, we export violence to these places uh, in order to protect business capital and uh, you know capital interests yeah. of the ruling class of the United States. Um, we murder, oh, we being the general we uh, as a country, not Cameron and I, um, we've murdered hundreds of thousands yeah, our murder over the decades. Way lower, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Over the decades, um, uh, <clears throat> in order to protect the business interests of say the United fruit company now known as Chiquita banana. Yeah. Um, I do remember when I read, um, Vincent Bevan's book, the, the Jakarta method, uh, and I, I flagged it, um, and I still have the flag there, and I checked the footnote and where the footnote came from. But uh, it was like a very like a line that like really I think puts into stark perspective like the violence that the United States um, uh, outsources to the world. And it said between the years 1960 and 1990, the United States killed more people in Latin America alone than were killed by the entirety of the Eastern Bloc during that same period. And um, uh, the number was in the hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I read that and I flagged We're it. We're number and one. I went to the... We're yeah. number one. And that's, that's, so that's not fucking counting Vietnam, dude. That's yeah. not counting Cambodia. Yeah. That's fucking not counting all of the African Yeah, that's not wars. counting, like, our that's actual not, feeders of conflict. That's just counting, like... That's the, us the, counting the, what we do to our quote-unquote neighbors. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're doing in our backyard. Um... So, uh, hey, you know what? Latin America is beautiful. They should be our front yard. We should stop treating that like they're our backyard. But, um, and so I went into, uh, so I checked into the, the back of the book. I checked the footnote, and the footnote was, uh, uh, I guess I could pull the book out right now. It's either from the Oxford, uh, Journal of History or Cambridge Journal of History. I think it was Oxford. Um, doesn't matter because both of those are, uh, let's say institutions quite, um, cozy with uh the western um powers you know what i mean that they generally pres- that they generally try to preserve um the notion of the west as you know this civilized uh peaceful democratic um apparatus mm-hmm. you know what i mean as opposed to this 
bloodthirsty um, world hegemon that just murders indiscriminately um, in order to protect its business interests. And so when it's those institutions that are putting forth the the claims, um, I would say you can probably yeah rest with pretty good confidence that it's that that's true. I, I think <laughs> generally so. speaking, generally speaking, those institutions aren't going to portray the West as like murderous, bloodthirsty regimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, and you know, I guess that touches on before what we uh, what we said before too. Um, you know, talking about people that live in violent times. You know, I think we already live in violent times, and you know that I, that's I a think fair it point. Is, that is a fair point. Yeah. And I think it is just that the people who create these t- like maybe it's not necessarily violent for you and I, but it is for the majority of people on this earth. And I think you know uh, that in order to uh, 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 move on to a more fair uh, society, that I mean, justice would need to be dealt out. And I don't think that you should shy away from a hundred percent the people that have created this world being brought to heel. I, 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 to clarify, like I'm not talking about, yeah, I'm not talking about like it's cool to like murder your neighbors because they think wrong. And I don't think anybody right. who's, I'm also a con- not- you know, who believes in like a communist revolution, I'm not saying that's what you said. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. anybody who believes in like a communist revolution would agree with that. It's the people that have specifically created this unjust, murderous, violent world. I don't think that you should share yeah, away. Yeah, 100%. I, so. To clarify my stance on it, it's not that I don't believe in, you know, the the correctness or the the justice of that, yeah. right? Or that I that I'm kidding yeah. myself that, you know, truly peaceful change is yeah. is really possible because that's often proven yeah. not to be the case. I mean, we're both. Yeah. History I would say fans. that's a viewpoint that the I would say that's a viewpoint that the people in power want the people hundred percent want, want to have. I mean, uh, yeah. Malcolm X famously to 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 yeah. paraphrase because I don't remember mm. the exact quote off the top of my head, but made the case, and I think he was absolutely right that you know if someone is denying you justice, uh, yeah. dealing with them peacefully will never effectively yeah. provide you with the justice that you deserve, and yeah. and I think he's right. Um, I think I think maybe it's just that I sometimes get disillusioned with like the discourse around it, and not not oh. not to not to say that I think that you don't understand the scope of what it is you're asking for, but I think a lot mm-hmm. of folks don't, and it, so I, sometimes I, I just there. get I just get well. burnt out on like the you know the notion of us two sitting in like perfect comfort yeah. and peace, lightly discussing violence in that scale. Um, and again, yeah, no, it's not no, that the, I think that you're yeah. incapable. I mean, far from it incapable yeah. of intellectualizing that it's just where where i'm coming from you know what i mean yeah. it's like I, no, i'm I not definitely glad think... <laughs> when i think of that it doesn't make me feel yeah. anything but horrified at the notion mm-hmm. that that might be the only way to achieve yeah. uh justice and equality in the world mm-hmm. yeah. you know i mean if you're dealing with a, a violent regime yeah. It's clearly the language they understand best, so I yeah. I, I understand that. It's just mm-hmm. I get no. I, I definitely think uh, I would definitely agree with you. I think uh, there are a lot of people online who talk big games about this who probably are too scared to order a pizza over the phone. Exactly, <laughs> like, and, and I just get like really, you know what I like mean. I don't, and and that's what yeah. I that was what I was illustrating when I said like, yeah. have you ever been in a fight? Like, 
yeah. not not g-checking you like i'm not yeah. a fighter at all and that's exactly uh, no, I've, I've been punched in the face before it sucks oh so <laughs> have i so have i but it's it's just to sort of say like well it's it's i don't know i just never like to come across like i'm some fucking person that i'm not i don't know it's it's i'm getting i'm losing the script it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> can i just tell you yeah. not to change yeah. the subject completely but my yeah. phone i had opened prior to getting on the phone call um yeah. doordash to look at thai food and yeah. <laughs> it just it just reopened as i was scrolling through my apps because i had the news open yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. open to an item called tum tard and <laughs> i don't know what that is but i mean it looks good and it's probably not pronounced like that but tum tard yeah. fuck yeah dude might i would to, eat some tum tard might have to get you know? some tum tard anyway i'll worry about that yeah. later yeah yeah um that's that's so funny. yeah But yeah, so the, the I guess yeah. So back to the standoff at Eagle Pass, mm-hmm. which by the of, way like, sounds I mean, like a 1970s uh, Jackie yeah. Chan movie. Yeah, it totally does. Yeah, yeah. Standoff at Eagle um, Pass? Are you fucking kidding me? That, that would be. Yeah. It sounds it sounds so much cooler than it is. Yeah. What it is is that like like a bunch of like like um the the federal government and again I think this is obviously I don't think anything's come of it but I think that this is another p- a check mark on the paper tiger list. Oh yeah. Um, that, uh, basically, uh, what is it that, um, uh, 
Oh, the federal government has told. <coughs> oh, Woo! <God> bless you. <laughs> the federal government has told, uh, uh, like the Texas was it the Texas Border Patrol or something like that. I'm not even exactly. Yeah, sure. I think it must be. It must be the Border Patrol. Uh, yeah, they no started longer... setting up. Like they started setting up like barbed wire fencing and stuff yeah, like that. Like concertina like, wire, right? Like, like it's, it's yeah, it's the real deal. And the federal government basically like stepped in and said, "No, you, you need to take that all down. This is our jurisdiction." Yeah. And uh, I got your Texas, jurisdiction right here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why don't you suck my jurisdiction? Is basically what Texas has said, and <sighs> like a bunch of other fucking redneck states have uh, joined in. Uh, to show their support in some way, um, either by sending their own like border patrol there, or just by saying, "Hey, good job, we're with you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh my god, um, yeah, it's fucking uh, yeah, and basically like you know, it's like um, um, who was the president? Uh, I can't remember. This was back in like the the nineteenth century. Okay, who the uh, um that the uh, the Supreme Court laid out a decree and they said the supreme court made their decree now let them enforce it um uh was that i remember the quote um is that jackson it sounds like something he would say but i don't know i I think it was andrew jackson uh i don't know though uh i'm not the biggest uh american history guy but yeah me neither (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like uh but yeah no so it's just like kind of like that it's like yeah okay fine uh why don't you come and make us take these put these fences down right and obviously we have a president who is so fucking out to lunch uh, that he just basically came and speak now. I'm not sure if you saw him talking to like some beer hall. And like it's literally just like completely unintelligible. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Oh my god, dude. It's yeah. Oof. Yeah. And I, I mean saw, like, what was that uh, tweet that it was like, you know, uh like Trump's getting old stuff is is kinda like classic, like, oh yeah, he sounds a little goofy. Maybe time for the nursing home. And when you hear Biden, it's like that's it's just like oh. that's what my my parents' dog sounded like like right before it died. Like it's dude, he's just like on a different level. Like they're both dude. demented. They're both out of their yeah. fucking gourd. And, oh yeah, they you know, are. But like, I, I what hate that can... more people don't acknowledge yeah. that. Like, you know, we like to joke about Donald Trump a lot, but like, yeah. more people need to acknowledge that he's like also clearly like rapidly yeah. approaching senility like the man's brains oh, yeah. are fucking mush but joe yeah, biden he, is like a zombie he's like it's a, just like and next to joe biden it's just like right and that's what he sucks. looks like yeah he looks like fucking i, I don't even know but like it's just like yeah because like now donald trump is like wicked pissed that taylor swift is so popular and so he's like starting like apparently privately um in his circles like starting a crusade yeah. against taylor swift saying that he's more popular than her or something and um I'm not positive if that's true. I think oh, she's probably the most famous person on the planet, and I, I, uh, I would say look at just look at like look at the way. I would that, say probably the most famous woman. Yeah, um, yeah, probably the most famous woman for sure. But I mean, look at the way that tour is selling. I can't yeah. think of uh, mm-hmm. of a male music. At le- yeah. Okay, at least musician. I can't. Oh think yeah, of a male. okay, yeah. She's she's definitely the most the most uh, famous and like popular musician. Yeah, owner. and I yeah, will yeah. say I'm not some Taylor stan, but I also don't understand I like all her the music. Hate. Yeah, she's fine, and I will say no. she's, she's she's got some bangers. Yeah, she's got she, some ones. That she's are a much more fest. talented musician than a lot of other people that have become yeah. you know similarly famous. Um, yeah. So like of like the pop stars, like I'll I'll take it. You know, it's I feel the same way about like fucking Ed Sheeran, dude. Like, 
He's not my favorite, but he's the kid can fucking do what he does. He's he's he can play, right? Yeah. Like he's talented. Um, uh, now I am a Carly Rae Jepsen stan. Yeah, yeah, you, I like Carly Rae because your buddy is right. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ian is like, he, like turned you on. I, president of the CRJ fan club. Yeah. Dude. He's I, I, got her. He he met her and got her signature. Uh, had her sign his leg and then got it tattooed. That's wild, man. I so. it's, it's not that I, I don't dislike her. I haven't done like a deep dive, but I don't maybe quite get oh, it. She's but, great. Um, she's but great. I like lots. Of, I mean, I like Lana. I'm a fucking. I like Lana. She's talking yeah. about putting out a country album. I'll fucking check that shit out, dude. I shall check that out. That's oh. like I can see her like doing the sad girl country thing. That's that's yeah. that that works for me. I will say I definitely have a Pavlovian response to uh, uh, um, uh, to Lana. You know. She makes you drool? No, no. Well, I would just say that uh, a lot of women that I've had, uh, uh, I say, let's say, relations with have been really into her. So When you say relations, do you, are you trying to let everyone know that you fuck? Is that what you're getting at? Well, I wasn't trying to let everybody know that I fuck, but I was mm-hmm. trying to... Uh, uh, I guess be PG about it, but mm-hmm. yes. Okay. So it's a, a, what I'm saying is like, yeah, I like Lana. That's great. Sure. <laughs> oh. I think you're a pig. And I, no, you <laughs> I don't. think you should apologize. I think you should apologize. I don't think you think that. No, I don't. Think I know that. you don't think I don't that think actually that at all. I think very highly no. of you. Yep. Despite despite my uh, <laughs> acting like I don't. Yeah, yeah, you try very hard, but unfortunately, there's 15 years through. almost. Uh, 15 years is a long time, folks. It's a long uh, time, longer yeah. longer than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, no, Evan's the fucking best. Thank you. No gripes. No. Uh, I've got gripes, but, you know, everybody's got gripes about themselves. Yeah, I have gripes about you. I, that's actually not true, but of course, that's that's called having a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, I've got a better and more functional and longer relationship with you than I've had with any woman in my life. So, yeah. what can I say? You mm-hmm. must be doing something right. Yep. You're not. Uh, you're not yanking on this little. Uh, this little schfuliadel. But other than that, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty not, much. Uh, yeah, I'm not Jane off that little prickadillo. Oh, you man. know. If I ever get married, you'll get the you'll get the nod. Nice. You know what I mean. You're, you've, you've you've solidified your immortality. Yeah, <laughs> in, in the pantheon. Yeah, um, I've been tempered in steel. So I mean, I'd like to just, I guess, maybe round out. Unless, is there something that you wanted to talk? Something else you wanted to talk about? Uh, I did. I did want to give a shout out to a friend of the pod, Alex Herbert. Um, oh hell yeah, who, that's right. Good point. Yeah, he's uh, he's launched um, this series. So Alex Herbert, um, he uh, fans of this podcast will have listened to. I think at three. Right or maybe four. I don't even know. Uh, at this point. Three episodes with he's, him. He, yeah, he's been on three. Well, yeah, the um, most overdue. So, the most solo appearances. Yeah, we've had. He's tied with uh, yeah. with Ian and Pat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But they, you know, that's whatever. They, they're yeah. Group, they, they're a pair. But he yeah. he is the most. He's our 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 most mm-hmm. frequent solo guest. Yes. And um yeah so um um he's uh you know he's he's uh. Received his PhD uh, last year, and um, you know he is a, a, a lifelong communist and a Leninist, and um, he's uh, he's launched in um, a series on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, I believe. It's a uh, Lenin in forty five volumes, where he is um, in short two minute clips, um, uh, briefly going over 
the complete works of Lenin in English. Mm -hmm. um, it's 45 volumes, and he's going over each volume in just two-minute clips to help contextualize Lenin and Lenin's writings. And um, I've been enjoying them. I think they're a really good tool um, for both uh, uh, people new to um, you know, uh, socialist uh, theory and uh, also uh, veterans. And uh, obviously, I think I think he's a very uh, great communicator. And so, um, you know, he's it's not just uh, that he's talking about them, but also trying to contextualize Lenin's life and like the events going on in both his life and the world and as how that's influencing uh, Lenin's writings. So if uh, you're interested in that I, on Instagram, it's Lenin under uh, Lenin in 45 volumes with like an underscore in between each uh, word. Uh, TikTok again, Lenin in 45 volumes. And I believe that's the YouTube as well. Um, and uh, he's also he launched a Substack, which I, I just subscribed to, and I've been enjoying reading that. Um, yeah, I should uh, probably Alex do that Herbert. too. I, I, I like Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just reading his weird Marxist, uh, weird Marxism piece to uh, today that he wrote about um, you know things like the occult, um, uh, futurism, uh, astrology, and stuff like that, and how that uh, uh, and how that works within uh, Marxist and leftist thought. So I, I know he, was really he cool. always wanted to come on and do like a like a weird one. We should have him on because we've always had him on, and we like we just like milk him for. Deep. Well, we just we just milk him, but yeah. <laughs> we we jay that we, we get yeah. him on the table and we fucking we milk that boy. Yep. But no, uh, nom, 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 nom. I know he's mentioned in the past he wants to do a fucking dumb one with us. So I I, yeah. I think we should give yeah. him a call. It's been too long. Yeah. It's twenty twenty four, man. He's been on yeah. in every calendar year except for maybe. Correct. No, yeah, he's been on in every calendar year that we've been on the yeah. air. Twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, twenty four. We got to have him on in twenty twenty four. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Correct. Um, but yeah, so let's see. Is there anything else you want? To we talk also about? should have another, uh, we should have another, um, Oliver Stone. Yeah. We should do we, that too. We got a lot of things we got to revisit. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. so anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also, uh, almost, I'm uh, like, I want to say about 60% done with Mongols seven, um, <clears throat> delayed this week, obviously just cause some insane shit cropped up like per <laughs> usual, dude. Like Evan just had his like. Yeah. wild apartment fiasco and then like as soon yeah. as that was resolved i now also am having yeah. sort of the inverse of the same problem so uh yeah literally the day that we were gonna record cam was like gonna finish up he's like hey some like really insane shit just happened to me last night yeah it's, and my life has been kind of turned upside down yeah it's it's yeah. what are you gonna do folks we're living in the working class we're just working men yeah. out here in the world trying to make our way no. Um, living both of us living in some of the most expensive cities in the country i was dude you know what's insane to, to at my yeah. my parting point i'm so disillusioned because <laughs> i got my w2 from work a couple weeks ago and i'm yeah. looking at it and it's just like you know 10 years ago or in any city yeah i should be so fucking comfortable yeah why am i living like a like i'm poor yeah so it's funny i i have like the same thing so i remember um Probably about ten years ago, uh, maybe like nine, ten years ago, um, I had like met somebody who like was making about as much as I make now, and I remember <clears> thinking <throat> to myself, "Jesus Christ, I could live so good." Yeah, if I was making that kind of money, Same. and I look now, and it's like, dude, but I was living in an apartment at the time where my rent was well, like that was like we were living together, and it was six fifty total. So wait, it was, when like, you and I lived together, we were paying three hundred bucks total. a piece. 325 a piece yeah. in new bedford yeah that's what we were paying for that apartment yeah do you want to move back there <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, dude, that apartment is probably like $1,200 now. Wow, I want to look that yeah. up as soon as we get off the podcast. Do you yeah, remember the address? To- I remember the street. Yeah, uh, I am not going to tell you. Because... No, no, no. I don't want you to tell yeah. me on the air. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm asking, do you remember it? Maybe. Okay. We'll talk. Oh, you yeah. know who else might is our other friend who lived there. Uh, I'm gonna. Okay, great. I'm gonna find this yeah. out. I gotta know what they're charging for that fucking yeah. Devil's fucking oven of an oh. apartment. Oh, dude, just like the worst apartment I have ever hung out in. I can't uh, wrap my head there. around the fact that we were paying three hundred twenty-five bucks a pop yeah. to live there. Yeah. Even the, and I remember at the time being like, "This isn't fucking worth it. This place is." So I sick. know. Yeah, <laughs> this place sucks. Um, and the landlord's but, uh, always trying to suck our dicks, dude. Dude, oh my god! Like I remember one time his wife sent uh, sent him upstairs to fucking tell us to quiet down. It was like a Friday night, yeah. and we were just drinking beers and like watching the movie. No, he we were said, listening to After the Burial really loudly, oh, and I remember man, yeah. him coming upstairs and being like, "Hey, uh, so he's what the hell is this?" <laughs> like to the music. <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, all right, boys, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to watch a movie with my wife downstairs, so maybe, oh, uh, you know, we can keep it down. And then he ends up standing in the doorway, talking to us for, like, 20 minutes, yeah. and we're trying to, like, be like, okay. And so we were standing up, and finally you and I sit down, and the second our butts hit our chairs, he closes the door and sits down on the couch, like, with us. And he was like, yeah, and he's just talking yeah. and talking, like, he's talking about the story that he always told about uh giving a, he was like a chiropractor yeah. and he was like helping out the new england patriots players told us the story like every three weeks yeah. and um and then he's oh like god. and then we're like we're going to get another beer and we're like do you want beers like yo took a beer yeah, yeah oh my god and dude, like yeah. so this dude's this dude's <laughs> fucking wife is like send him upstairs the movie's on pause him. she's got yeah. saving private ryan on pause yeah and so he ends up probably not upstairs with ryan. us for like over an hour before he's like oh i should probably get back to that movie with my wife we're like, dude, she's probably asleep yeah, now. My, she's like, it's, she's she's pissed at you and us now. <laughs> she's probably madder at you than she is at yeah. us. Um, she was yeah. nice. Yeah, she was nice. They were they were both nice. Yeah, you know, considering where we were, and uh, my, yeah. did you ever meet my landlord prior to that? Uh, no. When the, I lived in that south scummy end. place for like nine yeah, months, the horrifying South End apartment. Oh my no. god, dude! And uh, all my all my neighbors were on Percocet. Like all yeah, of yeah. my neighbors were zombies. So, I mean, yeah, that's the that like I remember when you told me that you moved to that part of New Bedford, I was just like, "You shouldn't live there, man." Yeah, well, whatever. I lived there for like nine months. It was months to yeah. month, and uh, I remember when I moved out after nine months, the landlord was like, "Please don't go. You're my best tenant ever." And I was like, "I'm, I'm 21, and that's not good. That's not yeah. good that I'm your best tenant ever." But I was yeah. living with two girls, and it was yeah. just uh, man, it was a, it was a slugfest in there. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, that makes it sound like we were punching each other. I just meant we were no. all a bunch of slugs. But um, yeah. he looked he looked like Gollum. Yeah, he looked like a creature who lived in a in a wet cave yeah. below a mountain. He was yeah. he was the most, and he always <laughs> he always had his like assistant with him, who was clearly like his like much younger lover and this kid was like definitely like if he wasn't intellectually if he wasn't intellectually disabled like he was close enough that you couldn't fucking tell and he would follow him around and wear these like not intentional but like shirts that were like a little too short and his like soft little belly was poking out and he had these they both had these little shorts and my like 60 year old golem landlord would have this like drooling fucking freak 
kid. That it was, he was just his slam pick. He was definitely <laughs> fucking the shit out of this kid. It was so deranged, man. And they would just come up and they'd be like, yeah, how are you guys? And then the other kid would be like, yeah, we really need... It's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I felt like I was in... Even thinking of it now, it like makes me dissociate a little bit. It was so yeah. weird. I also dude, heard yeah. my first gunshots. Like, yeah. the second oh. night I was there, it was like, pop, pop, pop. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck is that? Oh, dude, the, the the place that you and I lived together, there was one night, I think you were working, some dude literally right across the street just got tapped up in his car. Really? And, like, and like so everybody in the neighborhood is out there, and I'm just looking out. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I remember my, my then-girlfriend's cars, yeah. uh, rims and tires got stripped out in front yeah. of our apartment there. Yeah, I, I, I woke up to go to work, and then I saw that, and I just, like, called you. I was like... Hey, what kind of car does so and so drive again? Yeah, and you said it's like, I'm pretty sure it's on milk crates it's on, right now. And that's the thing, not even so they put on milk crates, which like eat into the undercarriage. So then they collapsed in the front. Yeah, it, and was, it, it, like, was, a, it was damaged a, her fucking uh, undercarriage. Yeah. And then so you know whatever the cops come out, and of course it's it's Secret City, dude. Like they're no. everybody in the, somebody in the neighborhood must have seen something, but everybody's like, Nah, man, I don't even I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, because those those people were like, it was some crew that was stealing every Honda Accord. Yeah, of those of the certain model years. <laughs> yeah, they were dude. They they were so many people got got. Out. Yeah, dude. Like they they were like perfect. They were like the heat crew, but for fucking Honda Accord. Yeah, <laughs> oh wheels. Yeah, and I don't I don't remember that ever. I know like multiple people that that happened to. Yeah, it was <laughs> like it was over. And the cops said that they were like, oh, it's it's you can't. They just drive around sniping these. You cars, can't drive right? a new Honda in New Bedford. Yeah, it's just what it was. I don't know because yeah. people were buying the rims, so they were stealing them. Yeah, it's there's a lot, a lot of used tire shops in New Bedford. Yeah, yeah, you can buy rims and tires everywhere. Yes, in New Bedford you can. for like sixty bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, me- I remember uh, I was dating a girl once, and uh, her like tire popped, and we just went to this place. I think it was Ray's or whatever. And like, yeah, Ray's. I remember Ray's. Yeah, Ray's. They were like, yeah. Well, we can get you uh two new tires like thirty bucks each. <laughs> and like, like uh, we we literally brought the the popped tire on the rim. He's like, oh yeah, we'll take that right now. Cause like we just like lifted her car up and just brought them. He's like, yeah yeah, we'll get that for you right now. Like fucking like ten minutes. <laughs> Crazy. Like I should go down like, there yeah. and buy tires, huh? Yeah, I need tires. Yeah. I just like don't yeah, now that tires. you don't live there. It's like I don't want to go there again ever. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh there's a decent place here in Providence uh that my buddy uh my buddy at work he recommends if you need a place a pretty cheap. I, I want to get four new tires and I just don't want to go. I mean I'm sure I could yeah. get something closer. I'll ask yeah. around, but I, I, I there's also there's a really good place near my old work. Um, that that was really good that I I got uh I got some from once like wicked cheap and they were good. You could even pick them out yourself so you can bring your own penny and check the check the treads if you want used tires. Hell yeah. No. You guys don't care about this stuff. We should probably no. end the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, we'll talk yeah. more about tires off the air. Um, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, as yeah. always, there will be a link in the uh, the show notes to our Patreon, yeah. which Evan set up for us. And yeah. we are uh, currently in the donations phase. We're recouping the cost of the show. And yeah. we're working on uh, just trying to get to a certain number. What did you say, 50? We hit 50 people. Yeah, once we hit 50 subscribers, we will do um, uh, Patreon exclusive episodes. Yeah, um, I think that. And one. I did want to thank we we've got a new new subscriber um, who was our first at the Con of Cons ten dollar a month tier. So 
Um, this is longtime listener and um, uh, one of my personal friends, Allie. Uh, she she joined at that uh, at that level. So wow. Ali, thank you so much. Yeah, thank uh, you we really much. appreciate it. Uh, you are our first con of cons tier subscriber. Therefore, we look and look upon you more favorably than all of the other plebs. Yeah. Um, you are currently the con of cons. Yes, you are. So um, yes, we look upon you more favorably than everybody mm-hmm. else. And thank you very much. And may the the, the, the blessings of the eternal blue sky shine yeah. upon you always. May ten degrees rays. Always guide your way. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Something like that, you know. All right. Uh, yep. That'll do it for us, folks. Have a wonderful yep. week, and we will be back next time with another installment of Left Unread. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs>